Hey, good evening, Mr. Jamie Brett. Good evening. How are we doing tonight? Ah, uh, like I told you, I almost feel like I'm getting a cold or something. But yeah, we'll see. It sounded like, hey, how you doing there, Eric? And Ed Trampus Brenner is joining us so far this evening. I know that the Rumble Channel went live as well. Uh, I can switch over here, and looks like we got five watching there. Uh, but it, it's it's like I got a two minute delay, so it hasn't really started over there yet. But that's, that's okay. Right. You said that it did do that over there. Yeah, and for whatever reason, but uh, we'll take it, won't we? Hey, one yeah. shot cap. He says, let's roll, Patriots and Brian Warner. Good evening, Mr. Fellow MVE yourself. <laughs> yes, sir. That never gets old, does it? So, no, love that. Tell you what, why don't you read us the Second Amendment tonight? You probably, you probably got it memorized. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. put it well, there. <laughs> a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Notice Democrats, the word musket was not in there. That's right. And nothing about a musket, <laughs> is there? <laughs> so I'm going to let everybody know that the chats, I'm seeing them, but um, are they coming in on your end, Jamie? I don't see them on yeah. my end. On the yeah, I got them. I got them. The last yeah. one I got, hey, Vance Bishop. Hey, guys, evening, Vance. Hey, Thanks for good. coming in. Just yep, keep yeah. reading them off because I don't know yeah, what Eric the Newman is. says, evening, everyone. Trampus Brenner, good evening, Clay. Josh Patterson, yep. what's up, fellas? Hey, Josh. Oh, wow. And like you said, yeah, you got Brian. Brian's on there. So, and then one shot cap, you got his. So, yeah, you're, you're, probably, you're seeing them. You're seeing a ton of them that I'm not even seeing. I got it blown <laughs> up on the side of my screen here, so I well, can't really see I, anything else. I got it here, too, but it just, I don't know why it's not coming over on the overlay. But that hey, it doesn't matter. Hey, Keith, evening to you. Yeah, they'll probably chime in here a little bit, I imagine. So I know sometimes, boom, then they'll all just load up. But All right, well, then I guess tonight uh, we got kind of a different show planned in a way. We're going to do a lot of the same stuff. I'm going to probably skip uh, the, which is going to be the, you know, the commie company of the week. I won't have that. We got a lot of amazing, <laughs> we got a surprise guest coming up here in about 20, 30 minutes uh, that uh, he's going to have a little report from, uh, from a South Dakota hunt that we helped him out with. Yeah. Yeah, good to have awesome. him on. Hey, Dan, good to see you. I've I seen Dan's comment. Dan's just came in, so yeah, good to I have you with us, Dan. Too. Yep, at Western Edge. Yeah, Dan's coming out there. Yeah, another MVE. Perfect, perfect. That's right. That's right. And, of course, we're going to have a, a little announcement to make here in a little bit. But uh, definitely, there's going to be some changes here, guys, but don't don't fret, everybody. Um, it, it's still good. <laughs> yep. so, but uh, I guess let's just dive in. You want to go first? Do you want me to? to go on it first here yeah go ahead which one are we hitting on we want to we want to go with the changes are we doing trump first what do you let's want to talk about let's go trump first and we'll do okay. uh we'll talk about the okay so i've seen on our facebook page i i got an i bought a i bought an ar upper and i had this lower since um the meat the meat puppet got elected there <laughs> and my lower's got a trump um with the you know the it's got the trump hair on the punisher, oh, punisher sign and um, it's on the side of my AR, lasered on there. So that was my lower. I built it and took a picture of it. And a commenter, he thought that wasn't very, a very good thing to have on there because he said, you know, he pointed out that Trump said uh, with the red pertaining to red flag laws, I like to take the guns first and worry about due process later, which I distinctly remember Trump saying that. And I'm not sure he was completely serious about that. But um, which kind of raised the question, some people claim that President Trump um, was not pro-Second Amendment. In fact, I was going over some old articles I remember reading, and some of them even claimed Obama was more <laughs> pro-Second Amendment than Trump. How these people can convince themselves of this stuff is beyond me. 
Yeah. So Clay and I are going to go over a little bit of, of some of the, some of the stuff would, would, I mean, is probably anti-gun or what some would consider anti-gun. And we're going to go over the, what really in our minds makes him very pro second amendment Clayton. So you want to go ahead and start out with something? I tell you, you take the first one. I'm checking out something here. Okay. On the other side so of the we way. all know this oh, one. Yes. I think, I think almost everybody can agree on this, that when he d- directed the ATF to ban bump stocks, that that was definitely not a pro second amendment move. Um, I really, Clay and I talked about this at the time. I couldn't, you know, bump stocks are fun. I've used many of them. I never owned one. <coughs> Allegedly, just kidding. <laughs> but uh, I, I never have owned a bump stock. But I shot Clayton's. I shot some of my buddies, and um, I, I, you know, I didn't really bother me. They were getting banned. Like I said, they're fun, but you know, and then it did turn into something else. Like he's trying to get the ATF to ban everything else because of that, you know. And then he did, of course, speak highly of of red flag laws at the point. I don't know if he was playing his. 4d chess there whatever because he never you never, you know they never really talked about that again and then of course there was that shooting in virginia where the guy had the 45 pistol and he had the suppressor on and uh, i think i got exactly what trump's this actually pissed me off at the time um he said um we're going to seriously look at banning gun silencers i'm going to seriously look at it i don't love the idea of those things <laughs> and I and hey, Wayne in uh, the NRA warned him, don't do that. That's a that's a bad move. You know, it's anti Second Amendment. I would go against that. And of course, I never heard Trump say another word about it. I think his his uh, sons might have talked to him about it because they're Don Jr. is extremely pro Second Amendment. I got a little insight on that. Um, that of course, I was still at the NRA at that time, yeah. and I know that uh, Trump. And Chris Cox, and I imagine Wayne Lapierre was there at the same time, but mostly Chris Cox at that time, they had a quite a, a, a long conversation about the suppressor thing, and that's when it went away as far as the talk of it. In fact, if everybody doesn't remember, the first what, year and a half, two years, uh, Trump's own party, we had the House, resisted him on, he said, get the Hearing Protection Act, get it to my desk, get, get National Concealed Carry to my desk, and I'll sign mm-hmm. it. So, I mean, he really came around and and you and I'll talk about that here in a little bit because we've talked about this already as to where is Trump uh you know then and now because it's a big difference it really yeah. is yep and then of course after um the, the the ban on the on the bump stocks this Emily Miller from the Washington Post and I've actually read this story on a couple <laughs> of uh of uh pro second amendment websites that um Trump was floated the idea more than once about banning AR-15s after that, and he apparently said this uh, to, to Diane Feinstein and to uh, some Parkland families. But uh, of course, I never heard <laughs> I never heard any hear him say anything, but he wasn't going to ban them on that. So I don't know if that's just people not liking Trump and bringing that up or or yeah, what it was. It, but yeah, the, the farther he got into his presidency, and, and what I saw was him definitely becoming more pro Second Amendment. I never thought when he ran. Clay, that President Trump was was a big pro two A guy. I mean, he had some pro well, Second Amendment um, feelings, and he had stuff. He, I mean, he he supported an assault weapons ban earlier before he before he ran for president, and among other yep. things. So, 
Well, I can remember when you remember you and I and Scott, we we were up there at I believe it was that that man night that uh, Cedric Field put mm-hmm. on. Yeah, I and afterwards we went out to eat and have a few, and we were talking about it. And and who was I? I was a Trump, or I was a, a Ted Cruz guy because what was my biggest concern? I didn't think Trump was pro Second Amendment enough. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. based on this, what you said, yes, guys, there. You know what? I don't think Trump's ever made an excuse for it. He's said, yeah, I used to think that way. And he's said, mm-hmm. I don't think that way no more. And he's actually said that. And he was more, what do you want to say, middle of the road on the Second Amendment yeah. before he actually ran for president. Yeah, so, I mean, he was like a FUD. Yeah, he really was. Uh, he did support an assault weapons ban. He don't know more. And, and he has shifted. You know, you take 2014-15 mm-hmm. Trump. And fast forward now to 2023. Oh my goodness, it's night and day. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think too, part of the people he had that that he was surrounded with at that time, yeah, probably gave him bad advice. Um, he, and you notice he cleaned out those people very quickly in his in his administration. <laughs> they didn't last yeah. long there. And as he went into this, he figured it out. He really did, which leads to some of probably the probably the most conservative Supreme Court that we've probably had in my time oh um, yeah as far as that goes i don't even know when it has been more i mean no i mean well maybe i don't know in early 1900s is when they kind of stacked it didn't they the leftists and it yeah pretty much on the you know fdr and that whole crew um Mm -hmm. i'm going to kind of go over a few things that people probably don't remember other than the supreme court justices that that were approved but that's that's huge he uh basically put his foot put in you know, he put his foot on the neck of the Department of Justice, and when doing that, they reached a settlement with the with Defense Distributed and a Second Amendment Foundation, removing ITAR restrictions that had been put in place by the Obama administration. They criminalized the transfer. I don't know if anyone even remembers this, but of the computer code on how to make guns uh, on the internet, mm-hmm. and he got that thing. It boom. It, it impaired First Amendment and Second Amendment rights because who cares if you have the plans? I mean, the 1911 schematics have been out there from forever now, and you can get them anywhere you want. So that was one thing that he did. He started out with Corps of Engineers. They agreed to finally settle two cases that challenged the constitutionality. I don't know if anybody remembers this. I do. Where they wanted to ban the exercise of the Second Amendment on all core land, and they really did. They wanted to not come under the Obama administration. Mm-hmm. Trump said, "No, you're not going to do that." So he got them to settle that and, and reverse. Now, I haven't looked up to see what Biden's done since, but these are. I'm just going over what President Trump. Though, these little things that nobody even talks about. Yep. Uh, he big time. You know, he was a. I don't know if anybody knew this, but he actually possessed a concealed carry permit in New York city, which was, well, that's one of the most difficult concealed carry permits to get at that time. And basically his, his, his idea was, Hey, an armed populace, an armed person is a person who can defend himself. And mm-hmm. that was, that's the exact position he was taking. Uh, during the schools, when we had all these school shootings, he basically come out and said, listen, armed teachers are a way to go. If you have armed teachers, if you have armed people in the area, you're going to have less crime, less problems. They're going to be a deterrent. And he did. Mm-hmm. He really supported that. Uh, even probably, I think it got stronger as his presidency went on. No, Clay. He said he was going to get that passed, and he didn't. <laughs> yeah. How many times have you heard that? He said he was going to get national mm-hmm. response. He never happened. In case anybody well, doesn't know, that was because Mitch McConnell refused to let that come to a vote in the Senate. So, And not only that, remember Paul Ryan? Yeah, that turd too, yeah. Both of them guys 
they wouldn't bring these and they didn't let them happen. Mm -hmm. We could have passed them both, all the Republicans, and that's our party, guys. The Republicans in the House and the Senate failed to, to basically push forward a Second Amendment, pro-Second pro Amendment uh, agenda with real bills that could have done real things, wouldn't bring them. And we mm -hmm. lost the House, and boom, that, that was the end of both of them. So yeah. that's the Republicans' fault, not Trump. Trump kept saying, get them to my desk, I'll sign them. Get them to my desk, I'll sign them. Um, another thing, oh, right there, I got this highlighted in one of the things I'd looked up, National Reciprocity and the Hearing Protection Act. He didn't have the support of his own party. They wouldn't mm -hmm. bring things to the floor. They wouldn't pass them, and boom, we lost the House. And after that, there was no chance of getting them, and we're still there. We could have probably had that by now. Can you imagine the Hearing Protection Act? Oh, man. No more $200 tax stamp for a suppressor. Awesome, could have just bought it awesome. like any other accessory. But no, that and I blame Rhino Ryan and uh, the turtle, you know, Mitch McConnell. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm that's just my, a... And in case anybody notices, I'm usually wearing my brown ND2A cap. I'm wearing my red <laughs> one here because we're talking about President Trump. Now, yeah. <laughs> and, I, you know, I got to say this, that the bump stock thing, you and I remember when we talked on the phone, and this is mm -hmm. before we had the show, and I said, man, I just, I can't get behind that. And, you know, oh, it's not a big deal. And then, and, and you're right. It was the, the bump stock itself. Eh, you know what? It was a niche mm -hmm. item. Well, it was fun, but it wasted a lot of ammo and really with no really good results. But a lot of fun to just go blow some two yeah. three oh, off it's in a hurry. Blast. Um, and but my my biggest my biggest concern at that time was exactly what we're seeing now is what will somebody like the Democrats do with that kind of power? Well, we've seen them now take it to a farther degree. And don't get me wrong, Trump kind of he, he not kind of he did after the Las Vegas shooting. He said, "Hey, we got to do something," and he kind of told the BA or the ATF to do this and mm -hmm. and then review it, and they did, and that's how that rule come about. I think he regrets that now today, um, and yeah. now we're seeing it overturned in the courts. So, fast forward now, we we know so these are the things that led up to this, but the Supreme Court, we had three justices go in under him. And what was the biggest, probably crowning moment for Second Amendment ruling that we've seen as of lately? Yep, yeah, the Bruin decision, among others. Bruin, Bruin, and not only that, the lower courts of the lower courts. Too. It's, did you look put, up the number by chance? I didn't. I, I did, and I think he put in like the most or the second most judges ever ever appointed. He did for presidency. Yes. So, I mean, he filled them spots up and down the lower courts with good conservative constitutional judges and it's paying dividends because we're starting to see these courts unless they're in far left-wing areas like the ninth circus i always love the judge you know rush them boys call, call it the ninth circus court of appeals but that's because they are it's just full of, of wackadoodles mm -hmm. and they're the most overturned appeals court in the united states if nobody yeah. knows that yeah i love that i love it so that tells you what they're like but as a as a whole we're seeing a lot of lower court decisions in our favor and, of course, they're appealed. They run their way through the system, and then they get up to them bigger courts. On that with Bruin, some of them courts are throwing them out and dismissing them. And you're not hearing a lot about that in the news because then you're not going to, but that's because they know that if it goes to the Supreme Court, it will just, it'll just harden the precedent of Bruin and, and because it's all based on historical use. So that was huge. That's probably, to me, as far as the Second Amendment goes, that's probably the jewel in, in Trump's hat. On that, I mean, not, he not only 
defended, I mean, protected the Second Amendment rights. He he actually, you know, he got like you said, the judges, and he promotes your Second Amendment rights. He promotes self defense. Yeah. So I mean, it's the complete opposite with with people like Biden and there and any Democrat pretty much anywhere. And he has a few handfuls of them, but for the yeah, most absolutely. part, yeah, well, let's get to some of these comments quickly. Yeah, here. Uh, go for it. I'll say, hey, Lynette, good, uh, glad to see you uh, turning or uh, tuning in here. Uh, Trump learned a lot. If he gets gets in again, it'll be no holes barred. He gets one term to do what he wants and not listen to the talking heads. That's true, and I think mm -hmm. you'll see a very, very, very different term because he knows what to do now. He's going to go in there, and on day one, I have no doubt, things are going to happen fast, yeah. very fast. Paula, hey, Paula's in there. Yeah, right hey, on, Lynette. Hey, Axe says, and he isn't a neocon pushing endless wars, driving up ammo prices. Hey, that, <laughs> ammo yeah. prices, that's a whole nother thing. Go DJ's ahead. listening in uh, from Bowman. He's, uh, I'm in Bowman, heading home. Good to have you listening, Doug. Be careful out there. There's a lot of deer on the road out in that country. Wayne Muth, appreciate you tuning in hey, there. Wayne. And Vance, talked to Vance a little bit earlier today, and you're right. It's a slippery slope with every little step, and, and it truly is. It truly well, is. We're slipping it back on them just like they did it. So it's hard to right. it now. There's going to there's gonna be a lot Dan, of things. Dan Brown says it would have been it would have been tough to get 60 votes in the Senate for the Hearing Protection Act. Yeah. Yeah, that is true, Dan. But, I, you know, I, I'm i always the one who says let's have a vote on it so we can get people's um, vote down on some paper. Let, let's have it. Let's have it that way. I, I am too, and and you're right, uh, especially at the makeup of the Senate, even at that time. But to not even bring it to a vote was was a mistake. Now we got zero chance. I mean, uh, even if the Republicans yeah, yeah, bring I mean, it forth, Biden's not going to sign it. But again, let's put them on the record. I'd like to see a, a a vote take place in the House of Representatives on the Hearing Protection Act and see who's with us and who isn't, because that's what yeah. it is. Yeah, that'd be a I'd really good. I'd that'd be a really it. good litmus test. It really would. So, well, tell you what, should we take a let's take, take one of our first, first yep. obscene profit timeout, <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll come back and we got a little. We got a special guest that's going to join us. Maybe he wants to weigh in a little bit on this. But you bet. We're talk a little bit of hunting. So, let's uh, let her roll here. I think. Lauer Auto Repair. They're located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota, or give them a call at 701-258-6308. The team of mechanics at Lauer Auto can tackle any problem your vehicle is having, and when you do business with Lauer, you can be assured you're doing business with the Pro Second Amendment America First Repair Shop. There's plenty of other auto repair shops in the Bismarck Mandan area, but why take the chance of patronizing a shop that might not have your beliefs at heart? Make no mistake, Lauer Auto is your pro Second Amendment repair shop. When you talk to the guys at Lauer Auto, don't forget to tell them you heard they're a sponsor of Guns and the 701 and that you appreciate their support of our pro Second Amendment, pro North Dakota, live stream and podcast. That's Lauer Auto Repair, 701-258-6308, located at 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota. All right. And, of course, we can't say enough about uh, Lauer Auto Repair down there, 309 South Washington. Uh, them guys do a fantastic job of getting everything going. We got So, with more ado here, I got to mention this. Doug Thompson, he says, uh, custom move bumper makes hamburger them at 79. He's talking about the deer coming outside of Bowman. So. <laughs> Perfect. So I guess uh, we have a surprise guest. Uh, Talked to Andy today, and uh, he said we could come on. We've been trying to get together here for a while, so we have. Yeah, you growing Andy. some beard out, Andy? Or what? <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. <laughs> I can that hear it good. too in the background. 
Looking hey, good, buddy. It's getting cold out there, man. <laughs> <laughs> so Andy Elliott, he is from Blade Rain Television. He's got a great little program going over there. And uh, so we were just talking about Trump. I don't know how much of that you heard, but uh, do, do, you, do you want to weigh in on that as long as we got you on? Is he, is he pro-gun or guys, isn't he? I, I don't know what you guys are even talking about, man. I've been out in the shop working and jumping on here, trying to read through the comments to kind of catch up. We were just no talking, problems. Andy. Um, I did a I, just real quick. I, I, I built a lower AR the, with the Trump um, Punisher on there with the Trump hair, and uh, somebody commented on 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 the picture there on Facebook that that was that wasn't very good. Trump wasn't very pro Second Amendment. <laughs> So we were kind of talking about, about about some of the things that people considered what he did, not pro Second Amendment, but you know, his, with his judicial appointments and a bunch of stuff he turned around from Obama and whatnot, and pro- actually promoted our Second Amendment rights. Yeah. So, oh I yeah, mean, no, for he, sure, yep. yeah, yeah, he probably the probably the most pro Second Amendment president that I mean, George Bush is pretty good too. Although he, do you remember he did say. Um, and the sunset ban and the assault weapons ban, he said to get it to my desk and I'll sign it. He did say he that. Did. I mean, but he probably yep. knew it wasn't getting there anyway. So, <laughs> yeah. And, but yeah, I would say out of our modern times, Trump, Trump's yeah. probably been the most pro second amendment who actually got things done. Yeah. Well, for sure. Yeah. Hey, well, I, I got a, I got a 50 receiver. Just got that same, uh, <laughs> yeah, <logo on> <laughs> awesome man if yeah, i'd have been it's... thinking i'd have uploaded that photo jamie but i didn't do it yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i should have yeah it's it's pretty cool it's like you said it's a punisher with the trump hair on it just like Andy yeah. said on his so it's pretty cool i you know I'm, i am a ron DeSantis guy but ronnie d doesn't have himself uh, a lower receiver with his, with his face <laughs> laser on there <laughs> maybe some company will personalize him one but you can't just go down to runnings and buy them like i did so no <laughs> no 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 you'd have to have that done personally so <laughs> oh, yeah. well tell you what um uh I guess we'll move away from the Trump thing. I think everybody yep. knows where we stand on that. Yep. So I'm going to bring up a, a little a little hunt that uh, we helped Andy out with here. And uh, I'm going to let him tell you a little bit about it. And then we'll, we'll put some pictures up because you did well. I mean, you, you had a yeah. small window of hours, guys. Not, not days, hours. <laughs> and you got it done, I'll tell you. Yeah, nice sir, work, Andy. No, I appreciate it, man. No, it was uh, – I had a very, very, very small window. And uh, I uh, – of course, running 100 miles an hour with everything else we got going on, you know. Uh, <laughs> we, your your uh, wife chimed wife in. in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Note, note to other wives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but no, we uh, we got down and, you know, uh, I don't know if a lot of the viewers know, but uh, Clay, you helped me out on that deal. And uh, we, we got down to South Dakota. I'd made a lot of calls trying to get down on some private ground down there because the the gentleman that uh, we were going to hunt with, uh, he was uh, he got held up in the hospital and uh, kind of cut me out, and it was kind of a last minute deal. But uh, yeah, how's he doing? By the way, he, he's doing good. He, good he's doing a lot good. better. Yeah, he had got in a uh, he got in a bad motorcycle accident. And he was having uh, some uh, bleeding issues, uh, mm. pars in the brain and stuff like that. My wife just chimed in. So speaking of that, before you go on, Andy, I got to say everybody out there um, who knows Marty Beard, his wife's having uh, some serious uh, medical problems there down in Mayo. If if you guys do say your prayers and I'd say a prayer for for Marty and his wife, Chris, they need them. Absolutely. They need them. And uh, we're just kind of waiting to hear 
from from what he told us. So yeah, Marty's a big he's a big supporter, big patriot. I can't say enough about him and and his wife. She's just right mm-hmm. there with him. So yeah, yeah, please keep them guys in your prayers tonight. Uh, they yeah. could sure use them. You bet. So yeah, Andy, go and continue on there. You got a hold of Clayton, and he kind of hooked you up with the landowner there. Yeah, he he hooked me up with a landowner down in South Dakota uh, that he knows there, and uh, I uh, had a very like I said a very small window and jumped in the pickup truck and went down, and uh, one thing led to another. What's funny is by the time Clay tried to figure out if I was, it was already over, <laughs> it was done. He already had it on the ground. Dang, that was that was fast. Then. I think uh, I think he responded with this picture right there. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. heck, he's done already. There yeah, you nice go. Job. Yeah, man. <laughs> awesome, man. And the thing no. is, this was uh, I mean, John. It was on John Bubbers' place, and John. Uh, you know, it's hard to get on his place unless you you know him. Uh, just you know, he's only got six hundred acres there. And uh, so, but it was a, it was the right 600 acres, wasn't it, Andy? Yes, sir. It was. It's, uh, <laughs> he, he's got a very unique place, you know, looks like all these places out here. But, you know, what's crazy is when you go out and you look at his place, you know, when I met John, uh, very, very good people. Um, there's a lot of good people across the state that'll, you know, as long as you respect their, their ground, like if you take care of it, like it's your own, they, you know, they'll let you on it. And uh, so, but we kind of hit it off when we uh, met up and, looking at his ground it's very diverse there you know but to the average joe even for me coming back east yeah. you know uh you look at it and you go man they don't look like a lot of animals there but once you get the <laughs> once you get to digging around in the hollers and the holes and kicking over cans you you learn that there's more there than what meets the eye well in fact uh, one of our listeners here vance uh, bishop that's where he got his uh, he's got a nice oh, really? white tail off of there that uh that well i helped put him on that i remember i dropped him off and he just started walking in from it would have been from the north side of probably that same property you were on yeah but yep. on the western part of it and i mean that that deer was sitting in a little bitty hole got yep. up and it was kind of cool because i was literally a quarter mile away watching through my spotting scope and I, I saw the deer drop, and then I heard the sound. That was even cooler yet. But I mean, we didn't have cameras oh, cool. then. <laughs> so, what'd you what'd you uh, what'd you get him with, Andy? I uh, I uh, my three hundred Winchester short mag. Dang, nice. Yeah. You know what's crazy is though, I should have had my bow with me because when I smoked him, he was fifty yards. <laughs> oh man, that'd have been awesome. Then, sure. oh, it, it would have been, but though, you know, it, it, the timing. That that day that I went out, it was Whoa. perfect. That day, that was a beautiful the, day. It beautiful. The wind was perfect. You know, it was just. I, I want to say the temp was like maybe in the high thirties. You know, low forty mm-hmm. somewhere in there. Awesome. And, and those those whitetail, when I got there, I, after about an hour of being there, I realized that they were they were rutting, and yeah. um, it, it took me a few minutes to find them. But once I got on them, um, I dude, I I think from the time that I got out the pickup. And got my e-bike out and run across down to the prairie to the old homestead. <laughs> to the time that that deer hit the dirt was probably not even two hours. Awesome. So yeah, and so it that's, happened that's quick. great. And yeah. you realize he came down here and he was in. I mean, he wasn't far from me, but I was under the weather. I'd just been to that Farm Bureau state meeting. Oh and yeah, you were up like after crap. that. Oh, I was yeah. like, I, I didn't see him. I mean, he was done, gone, and heading out. And I, and I completely got. It. I was like, I feel like crap. <laughs> so, no, I was you, gonna try to. I was gonna try to run over it when you told me you were feeling bad. I was like, I, I'm not yeah. gonna mess with. It. Uh, you, uh, did you get a chance to put any tape to them antlers or not? Uh, I have rough scored him 
and he was around 152. So okay. he, he he's at the he's at the taxidermist. Um, so I'm gonna get a, <laughs> yeah. I'll get a real good score here. Yeah, he was. Man, really anytime nice. you can get a 150, that's especially with the population of whitetails. No, that's awesome. He's one of the better whitetails that I've taken out here. Um, you know, between nice. Mexico to South Dakota, yeah. Yeah, oh, I like that. Yeah, you can see right there. I mean, yeah, Andy's right not a there. small, small gentleman there, and that, that's pretty good <laughs> rap next to him. Well, look at them brow, look at them brow tines. Brow yeah. tines. Dude, that's the first thing. You know, it's crazy because when I first spotted him, he was with another uh, four by four, and mm -hmm. they were they were following these does through the sunflower field there. You can see in the back there. And um, okay. I watched him come out at about 220 yards out of the sunflowers, and then uh, they went over this little little ridge. And I just got downwind of them because I knew they were going back towards that lake there. You know, that lake that's on the oh, yeah. side yep. of the property there. Yep. yep. So I just got down in from behind them and I knew the way those does were headed. And I got down downwind of them. And man, I just, I looked up. I was hunting <laughs> the does trying to find him. And here he come through the sunflowers, man. And I just let him come and come. And then awesome. he, he come out, jumped the fence. And when he jumped the fence, he was 50 yards, but it was over with by the time he seen me. Well, that one brow tine on there, he is like, that's, that's really a flat, but wide brow tine. That's got, that's got some yeah, kind of bladed there. That's cool, yeah. man. He's kind of unique with that. I like that. He really that's is. Well, great book. I, I, I nicknamed him Spoonbill out of that. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I have no history with that bug whatsoever, you know, when I seen that, cause that was the first thing I seen yeah. when the brow tines coming. Yeah. Well, did John know that buck was there or was that one that had gotten pushed on? from the previous week do you think no he had never seen that book he did yeah. not know he was there yeah That's just he, like i think he had seen he had told me because you know he's having an issue with him coming up to the yard rubbing on his trees and tearing right. his trees up there mm -hmm. um but he had he said he's seen that four by four i think it was mm. but when he seen that one he's like that is not the buck that i seen so, <laughs> so yeah no he's a nice buck that you definitely for like i said for the time frame you had in the window yeah, I, you can't complain about that at all. <laughs> hey, we, we look a kid in the candy store. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. For well, sure. it, 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 hunting's the only thing that keeps me sane. You know, working on working on diesel trucks every day between. You know, dealing with the the aggravation of the, <laughs> I just the, wrench it can aggravate you. Yeah, no, yeah. It, it can. So, I, you know, I, I I'm very I'm a very impatient person. Um, but, but when it comes, when it comes to sitting down and, uh, trying to uh, get on a critter, I got all the patience in the I was going to say, I was impressed. You said you seen him. He just waited there and let him come walking out. I was like, dang, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, what a, what a funny thing is, is when I seen that buck, the, 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 that piece of property, the way it's cut up, that sunflower field is not actually a piece of property that I can hunt. I was right. I was right along the yep. edge, so okay. I had to wait for him to cross over into the property that I had permission to hunt for me to be able to get a shot on him. Perfect. What'd you hit him? High shouldered him there. It almost looked like he was quartering to me. I hit him on his right side, went in that front shoulder. The bullet never went. It never exited. It stayed. Yeah, vaporized yeah. everything. What yeah. kind of bullet were you using on him then? Right that uh, 100, 150 grain Hornady. Soft point. So, soft point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But he must have just dropped him right there at that range when it hit him there, not believe it or not. That dude, he run, he took off and it hit him like a train hit him. Mm -hmm. He run about 60 yards before he expired. Okay, 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can blow them up in the heart, and no matter what, I mean, just the adrenaline them deer. I mean, I've seen them run, and you and you got them out, and the hearts explode, and you're like, how in the hell did they do that? Yeah. No, it's it's crazy, but yeah. they, it just goes to show you how tough them animals truly yeah. are, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. to survive some of the harsh winters they have to deal with out here in the dakotas it's, yeah it's i was really i was happy the other day i talked to a guy hunts north of heber and he was telling me about all the white tails he, he was seeing there he, i mean he was talking like some big dandy ones too so i was pretty happy to to hear that i mean that's far south from our place but i don't i don't care it's just good to hear them white tails are coming back like that and especially some with some size they must have been laying low when they when the old uh, ehd was coming through so yeah we well, got some other there's a few nice ones left out there. Um, so uh, there's some good shooters, potential shooters coming up in the next year or two here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, uh, one thing I noticed is that, you know, two years ago, EHD come through and wiped out a lot of my good deer. But uh, a lot of them, uh, there is some, some out there, and they got pushed on to some of my ground this year. Uh, you know, a couple good places got bought, got grazed down pretty good. So I have two quarters that pretty much are untouched. You know, I don't let a lot of things happen there. A little right. farming going on, and I, I try to – that's where I like to hunt. And it, it borders public land, which really got grazed. So I didn't know it, but I let a couple guys in there, and they sent me pictures. I think I sent those to you. I was like, there, look at that. You know, yeah. we have seed again, and it's nice to see that they came back. And, uh, yeah, I'm kind of excited. The next year or two, I should have nice bucks on there again. Yeah, those whitetail generally come back pretty fast anyway. They've all, they always seem mm-hmm. to have. But every nicer buck i seen this year after season, I went out, not a one of them I saw during the, during the, even the summer. So I knew they got pushed onto the place. Uh, I saw all the bucks that I had seen, you know, later summer, earlier before season. But there's like three bucks that got pushed on our ground, and they stayed. So, hey, yeah. they can stay there. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, I, you know, and the, and the thing was, Clay, and I know I told you this, I was traveling back when I ended up calling you trying to find yeah. a place down there. And uh, that was that special, special buck tag that I had for West River for South Dakota. And, right. and I and I knew if I didn't at least have a chance somewhere to be able to try to fill that tag at the last minute that it was going to kind of suck for me to go eat tag soup because that tag's like I think those tags are like four hundred but four hundred and eighty bucks or something. I was like going to say that that's an expensive non-resident <laughs> tag. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, well, you know what? Hey, it worked out. You know, you know. Um, I, I'm glad. And uh, John's real, real, real nice fellow, real good landowner, and. Uh, it's yeah. pretty cool to learn some of the history talking to him, you know, with his family and how they, they pretty much yeah. homesteaded a lot of that ground down through there. They did. Yeah. yeah they've been there a long time, a lot longer than I've been in this area. And uh, yeah, John's a good friend. Him and I used to hunt a lot of coyotes together. Um, oh, I yeah. probably learned a, most of my coyote hunting skills from John. So yeah. That's cool. Yeah. He's so one you were down in uh, yeah. North Carolina doing some hunting then, Andy? Yeah, well, we I'm down there. I I moved some of my uh, I moved my hunt trailer down there. We got a few things going on down there. Uh, I'm gonna try to do through the winter months here, and um, right now I've been traveling back and forth from there back here to Dakotas, <laughs> trying trying to trying to keep you know my my business alive anyway. Trying to put some money in the bank and you know got food to eat, but we got a lot of deer meat. Yeah, well, there you, there you I, go. I take it. I take it, Mrs. <laughs> Elliot. She likes deer meat too. Well. <laughs> yeah, it just depends. So, uh, what, what do you, what do you, what do you mean? What do you usually make with your deer meat with your venison and Andy? You know, uh, most of the time, I'll just take it, grind it up in burger and sausage for the most part. Burger, um, you know, huh? really? Okay. It, 
Oh yeah. So uh, hey, Vance so says I'm, you're supposed to stop in Georgia and say hey. <laughs> I can't remember what part of Georgia is Vance in. Uh, it's one of the suburbs there of uh, of Atlanta. Um, oh, I don't remember. Okay. I'm sure he'll chime in and let us know here. I can't remember. Well, when either. I dip when I dip down through there, usually when I travel, because I'm I'm the crazy one to do this. I usually when I leave North Dakota, I hit the road and I drive straight there. I don't stop. Well, when we go to Florida to go hog hunting, that's what we do. We just yeah. boom, we go. We stop yeah, for, for fuel, of course, but uh, of and course, the occasional yeah. uh, police officer who wants to give us a victimless crime ticket. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <Victimless>. <laughs> oh, but no, we got connections down there. So uh, we got some other things going on as well. So we, I'm kind of back and forth right now um, for probably is. till probably here, probably to the spring anyway. There you go. So there are advanced answers. Sonoa, uh, 40 South miles south Atlanta. of Atlanta. So, okay. Yeah. Yep. No, what, I, I know about where he's at there. Corey super speeder. I'll have to tell you that story someday, uh, Andy. I I legally can't drive in Georgia anymore. Oh man, that's a long story. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll just go around it, fly over it, or just yeah. Them <laughs> Georgia Highway Patrolmen's, huh? Oh man, ninety-two mile an hour, I believe it was. <laughs> with a North Dakota licensed vehicle, with a South Dakota plated uh, Grizz's taxidermy trailer a boatload of guns on board and, and various other things. Oh yeah. We, and then we hit a deer coming out of South Dakota. When we was in South Dakota, we hit deer with that thing, lost a fender plate come off. So it was sitting inside the pickup and we lost the clearance. Weight. So we weren't oh, exactly man. looking like we were probably legit. Probably. <laughs> well, there's hey, I tell you, there's one thing about it. If you ever want to know when the rut's going on in any part of the country, just hit the interstate because they'll be laying all over the highway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you'll you'll yeah. know exactly where it's going on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. Oh, there you go. He says, bring them along in February. Yeah, we're going here at the end of February. So I, I think Axe is still going with us. So up from uh, by Bismarck, too. So are you guys going to be hunting hogs down there? Hogs, yep. And we got a nice little place that we hunt down there and a good friend of ours. And access to some of the, a lot of the neighbors land around there too um yeah it's it's a fun time and if things go right we can even get a gator <laughs> there you go hey i've never had i mean i've had gator but it's nothing like it is when it's fresh i mean that that oh, that was fantastic when we were down there yeah i think the last time we had gator it was uh where were we at we were in florida i think palaka florida is where we were at mm -hmm. last time we me and my wife were there yeah so I don't know how fresh it was, but I mean, we eat it. It was it was pretty yeah, decent. Oh, this, this was fresh. In fact, we we're the ones that cut it up. I think me and Eric and I don't know if Corey jumped in there, but you know, when you start cutting into a dead gator's tail, they still start moving. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's kind of like a damn snake. It's like yeah. really. <laughs> no, that's cool. No, I mean, it, uh, when it comes <laughs> up in February, we'll see where I'm at because. Because for sure, I'd, I'd go down there. We'll hunt some hogs. We'll get on something. Well, then we got to take two rigs for sure, which that actually be probably better. We I mean, we're going to take one rig with a trailer, but you know, it seats four comfortably. You can get five in, but if we take two vehicles. That'd be way better, I guess. So yeah, uh, we better advance. Clear that with Crystal. Make sure that's a goal because I don't want to show up with somebody that can't go. <laughs> Hey, I'm, there's some WMAs there somewhere, and they got hogs on them, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got to join us and have a good time, so. Yeah. 
We we even take the we take the res game board with us, so we're we're good. We can do whatever we want. Oh man, yeah. perfect. <laughs> <laughs> you are, you got to have a ward in your back pocket sometimes. We're, we're always like, well, show me your badge, show me your badge. <laughs> look, <laughs> oh, oh, look, look yeah, here we go, here we go. He's booked a, a whole month. You know whole that sounds month, like man. You know what though? That sounds like a good time for you. Uh -oh. <laughs> oh man another little andy at nine months later right oh man <laughs> i'll, we, cut, we, I'll we, cut into your hunting yeah. i'll cut into your hunting yeah we raised our kid we we got uh we pretty much we started family early in life so uh our our last we had three kids and my my son and my oldest daughter they graduated and my youngest one graduates wow. this year and we're done Oh my hey. goodness! Empty nesters. How old are you, uh, sir? I'll be forty-three. Well, I am already forty-three of December the second. Okay, now, I, yeah. I'm forty-nine. I got a seventeen and a and a fourteen-year-old bunch so of you we... guys in your forties yet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh, remember man. we were married eight years before we had kids. So <laughs> yeah, no, I know they grow up fast, man. Spend oh, a lot of time traveling fast. on the road, and doing things, and you turn around. The next thing you know, it's like where did all the time go, man? The old cats in the cradle song, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Vance, Vance chimes in, you youngins. youngins. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, here, Lynette. Oh, anniversary oh, month. Oh, oh, so, Axe, listen up. Lynette says anniversary month. I got to do that. So, <laughs> get yourself a first aid kit next to the bed there on the nightstand. Oh. I think Doug and Lynette's anniversary is actually in November, so I don't know if that's going to work for, for Axe during deer season. And now that uh, Lynette's son is there, is, uh, Axe has got him hooked into hunting now, too. So. Uh oh, uh oh. I don't know. You got to swing that, Lynette. I don't know. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, we are coming up on uh, basically 15 at the top of the hour. Should we uh, do our double? Yeah, let's hit the another... double here. Go ahead. All right, let's go. We'll hit it right here. Lauer Auto Repair. They're located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota, or give them a call at 701-258-6308. The team of mechanics at Lauer Auto can tackle any problem your vehicle is having, and when you do business with Lauer, you can be assured you're doing business with the Pro Second Amendment America First Repair Shop. There's plenty of other auto repair shops in the Bismarck Mandan area, but why take the chance of patronizing a shop that might not have your beliefs at heart? Make no mistake, Lauer Auto is your pro Second Amendment repair shop. When you talk to the guys at Lauer Auto, don't forget to tell them you heard they're a sponsor of Guns and the 701 and that you appreciate their support of our pro Second Amendment, pro North Dakota, live stream and podcast. That's Lauer Auto Repair, 701-258-6308, located at 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota. Guns and the 701 is sponsored by the Blind Guy of North Dakota for all your custom window coverings. You can contact them at 701-222-3932. They're freedom-minded, they're patriotic, and they love the Second Amendment. This husband-wife team was born and raised right here in North Dakota and based out of Bismarck. Again, for your Second Amendment company, for all your custom window coverings, the blind guy of North Dakota, 701-222-3932, or visit them on the web at blindguynd.com. Now, again, thanks to our sponsors. We can't do it without you guys, and we want to thank you for each and every day that you give us support to spread freedom and the Second Amendment and, and get the word out. So I got to get back to the comments because they're just too good. 
Uh, yeah. Doug says, I'm going to put that up. She says, get ready, babe. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Eric Newman, he says, November is the rut, so anniversary goes hand in hand. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Some good, I Gotta like that. I like that. That's funny. Well, well, Clayton, should we uh, should we should we hit on hit on uh, what's going down with the show here in the future? Yeah, we'll hit some two way bullet points. Absolutely, if you want to stick around with it, you sure can, Andy. Yeah, go ahead, man. I'm here. I got time. Well, yeah, why don't we do that and and let let everybody know exactly what's going on as far as the guns in the yeah. So, program. like I said, I posted something this morning. Uh, I, I made a decision. I'm going to be doing this show and two more in the next three with on Todd's show, and then. Um, I'm stepping aside. I'm I'm going to leave the show here. Clay's Clay's taking it over. Going to do uh, he's going to do a reset, but he's still going to be guns in the 701. <laughs> I'll be back occasionally, uh, <laughs> doing some guesting. Um, you know, it's uh, nothing nothing personal. Clay and I are friends, and oh, it yeah. has nothing to do with us not getting along or or anything. But um, yeah, this is I got two more shows after this, and 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 I'm done. Like I said, I'll be back doing some guest hosting here and. And as a guest with Clay, kind of like what Andy's doing right now. But other than that, um, it's uh, I'm I'm going to be out. I'm going to be out after a couple of weeks. So, yeah, and we had a pretty good discussion last night about this. And uh, actually, I was kind of kicking the idea, just saying, "Hey, you know," it's like I kept telling him, "The show is us. It's not me. It's me and you." It, it, it just and it does. It works. It's great. But you know, a lot of people kind of kind of thought about it, and I even visited with uh, my wife a little bit about it, and. So I think we need to try and keep, we've built something here. We'll keep it alive. Jamie's not going nowhere as far as, I know you're still going to be making videos out on the range. and Yeah. Those up and, yeah, if I could be doing one, uh, <laughs> Dougie and that's here on Saturday. So Yeah. I mean, he'll still be involved. He's still part of the Guns in 701. That's not ever going to change um, ever as far as I'm concerned. We're still friends. It was no fallout. Yeah. yeah you know, I'm sure like I that. know how this goes. Uh, people always jump to conclusions, but that has nothing to do with it. And, we're also going to try and uh, keep the, the K-Fire thing, visit a little bit with Todd about that. That sounds like that's a goal. So uh, the format we're probably looking at um, starting in, the, in January, because I've contacted a few people, at least to, to start with, to be kind of co-host fill-ins. So there might be different ones coming on each week, and that's fine. Maybe it'll maybe be a little fun, get a little different perspective. But we're going to make sure that we keep things going, see how it goes. Um, you know, the support's still out there, and we're still plugging along. We're going to keep doing it. Uh, I just think it's a pretty important message that we had. And, and Jamie, will, Jamie will come on once in a while, and uh, we, sure. we welcome that. Uh, uh, it's like I told Clay, I got all this podcasting, live stream shit. What else am I going to do with it? <laughs> that's right. That's right. You're all set up, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I can I'm, tell you guys. If nobody's ever done this, I'm sure Andy can uh, to to attest to this as well as Vance. I know Vance, guys, to do this show, it takes a tremendous amount of time to do it right, to, to do it yep. and, and be informational yep. and, and and do it professionally, I guess, a lack of a better term, to make it all run. I mean, it was pretty rocky. I, I went back and watched our pilot one, the very first one, Jamie. Yeah, we looked <laughs> like a couple of greenhorns, didn't we? Yeah, well, we were. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. Well, you know, you, you guys know what people what people really want to see. They want to see real people. You know, they just want to see see yeah. everybody being real, being who we are. You're right, you know, Andy. And, right, and not and not you know just telling them how it is and just being who you are. And um, that's what yeah. people yeah. like to see. Absolutely. Yeah. I, mean, I I never um, I never try to be this great um, 
orator who puts together these these fantastic knock your socks off sentences yeah. because that, that's not going to be me. So that's you know, yep. No. You're you're getting you you when I when I'm on here, it's pretty much how I you, I talk to you in order in person, except I'm holding back the f bombs and a few other things. So, you know, we used to let that fly a little bit. Yeah, we we even toned that part down, which probably yeah, good, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we even we haven't had them on here for a while. We even had you know kids in my in my boys, my youngest boys' classes were watching. So I was like, yeah, I probably better not be doing that. But yeah, hey, you know, Vance, this has been thanks, great, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate your comment there, Vance. Thank you. Oh yeah, a lot of time and dedication involved. Let me see if I can find that on my end here. I can't. If you got it there, click on it. We'll yeah, it yeah, there. yeah. I don't know if I can see if I can click on. It. I, when I try that, that doesn't usually work yeah. for me. Clay, not. Yeah, yeah don't you worry said about a lot it. of time and dedication involved. You've done a great job, Jamie. Thank you. And my yeah. mom said, "Face plant tears, face plant." Sorry, <laughs> mom. <laughs> we'll talk about it in the hot tub over Christmas. There. <laughs> I just I want to encourage everybody to still tune in because we're going to try to make this just as good um i'm gonna don't get me wrong i like i told jamie last night i said well i'm not happy you're leaving I, that just sucks really but uh, yeah, we're not gonna i lost friends. passion or anything i mean i'm I'm just not going to get into the whole deets of, of my reasonings yep. for it but like clay said a lot of it had to do with, with time and, and 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 money involved so i'm just you know, Dave said uh, I must have been a sailor at once. <laughs> that close, Dave. <laughs> I mean, I signed on the line, but you know, a guy has um, some injuries and stuff happens. I'll tell you about that sometime off. Yeah. Well, that she says you guys have done a great job. New doors to pastor. And yeah. Is, I, I kind of yeah. look at it like I keep telling everybody we're basically going to relaunch here in January and. I'll let everybody know here uh, the end of December. Well, maybe you can get might... Andy on with Todd in the morning sometime there. I'm well, gonna, Andy and I talked a little bit about this on the phone, and I'm going to have Andy on a little bit. Yeah. I know he said he was willing Andy's to do a, it. Andy's now. a great guest, man. you got a, you got a charismatic <laughs> personality, Andy, and your voice is well, good to hear, and too. I kind of think getting Andy on with us on 5.50 a.m., I don't think that'd be a bad deal. Yeah, no, that'd be awesome, actually. Have I'd Andy from Blade Rain Television joining Guns in the 701 yeah. on K-Fire. I mean, hey. I'm going to be listening anyways. I'm going to be happy to hear Andy on Sunday, so. I don't know if all them listeners can handle my reading. <laughs> the yeah, they'll, they'll get a chance to find out for sure. That'd be that'd oh, be awesome, man. man. No doubt. Well, and you know, with K Fire, we reach a lot of people. We actually, we almost. I mean, we got some carryover, but I can tell you right now, we got a lot of K Fire listeners and a lot of live stream listeners that that are separate. Yeah. All the thing they listen to is the K Fire, and they might, you know, they they download the podcast, which we upload after every show but i mean it's everywhere which is nice uh so yeah we're not i just you know i know when jamie and i talked last night i talked about you know saying you know you're right maybe we just need to uh, step back for a while and then i was like ah, i just i gotta give it one i gotta give it a go jamie. yeah That's just i mean i told was. clay right away you can go ahead and you you know you can take the name and all that i'm, I'm totally cool with that and he said no and then he called me today and i was like i think he's having second thoughts <laughs> i soon found out he was which is great which is great i'm glad you're doing it clay i really well am. and you're always going to be part of this show. That's just yes, the way sir. it's always going to be. I'm, you're not leaving the show. I look at it as you're leaving the live stream. You yeah. know, you're, um, you're still going to be around. He's going to be doing things. Um, hopefully, you'll yep. still be doing some Facebook stuff because you know how I am with fascist book. I yeah. don't care for it. I'm in jail half the time. So, <laughs> so All yeah. right. Well, all right. But, so and that's, honest, that's kind of what I just want to tell everybody. Jamie, thank you. Um, yeah, you know, thank been, you. Been all the ride. you put into it, man. Well, it's been a team effort from day one. I, I, sure. I look, I think back to when we were filling in at the radio, and it was kind of it was a lot of fun doing that, and we were gaining a, a, a audience there. Yeah. And we took what about 
two months. Uh, we, we were we were sitting there talking back and forth. I'm hauling hay, and Jamie's like, oh, what do you think about a name? And I'd put something out. He'd put something it, out. It takes, it takes a while. It takes a while. Like I said, I've had heard people say how easy it is to do it. And I said, hey, give her a go, man. I want to hear it. I want to, I want to hear yeah. what, it, what, it, what it sounds and looks like. Let's yep. see it. So, <laughs> Yeah, Dave says uh, you can't change the name. He says, I got a new sponsor sticker for my F-Class gear, so you can't change the name. We're not going to change the name. No. I mean, we got shirts and hats and uh, a couple banners, so we're not going to change the name. But. Oh, Brian, for sure. I guarantee he says, uh, Brian Warner, Jamie, Mama Joe, and I still need to take you for a beer. We got a Bismarck. We get to Bismarck. It's going to be more than one, Brian. I can promise you that. And I'm definitely looking forward to it, brother. Absolutely. Like I said, this is this is just a different chapter, I guess, that we can say in Guns in the 701, but I, I think we're going to do okay yep. with it. And uh, like I said, Jamie's not leaving. He's just not going to be doing much on the live stream. And uh, he's still going to be part of this thing. He's always going to be part of this thing. He helped start it, so. Thank you. You bet. You bet. Thank you. I'll be I'll be pimping the gear all the time too. That's <laughs> good. It's good. Maybe we get. We just had a redesign on the store, everybody. So please go check it out. Uh, we did. Uh, we were able to get that uh, shipping price lowered a little bit, so it's only like five bucks, five fifty, something like that. So hey, now's the time. I guess look at it as a Christmas special. Absolutely. Go on and grab some yeah, gear. Maybe, and, why uh, would you go buy some cheap shirts somewhere that you don't yeah. know whether they're back in your Second Amendment rights or they're pro hunting or or pro coal and oil. Why the hell would you do that? You know, you can get that right here. Absolutely. And we don't have crappy shirts. We got name brand stuff and Andy that way they get. last. Andy will tell you them trucks, they don't run on, they don't run on electricity <laughs> and rainbow farts, man. No, no they, they don't. don't. No, they don't. <laughs> no pixie oh. dust here, brother. <laughs> Your wife says no shopping. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, come on. One little shirt. Bust out that credit card. No, come on. So. All right. So, yeah, again, that's what's going on with the show, guys. Uh, so we'll still be here every Wednesday night at 6 o'clock Mountain Time, 7 o'clock Central. It's going to be a little bit different, and uh, hopefully uh, hopefully it doesn't disappoint everybody. Josh Patterson says it's going to be different without you, J.D. Yeah. It is. But, like I said, we'll still have him on once in a yeah. while. Different. Sure that doesn't mean it's going to be worse. So. <laughs> and then, so I can tell you right now, I know Vance Bishop's going to jump in there and help us out for a little bit. Corey Merriman said he'd do it. I was kind of looking for guys that could jump in because they have the knowledge and how to use the stuff. Uh, I think my buddy Mike Deacons, he's from Mitchell, South Dakota. Known him a long time. He's actually on the radio out there. So he's used to this kind of stuff, and he has a lot of knowledge. Uh, he worked really close with me with the NRA banquets. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm just I'm going to try to get a lot of different people. Andy said he'd uh, jump in there once in a while. I'm guessing he still will. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll uh, and uh, so we'd love to have Andy on and help out here and we'll just kind of see where this goes and whether we keep Get Andy doing some of them uh, machine gun looking videos he does there, there we go goes. there we go <laughs> oh i'm polishing them bad boys up right yeah. now <laughs> and if you and if you haven't checked them out already go to blade rain tv on facebook give him a like and a follow and just yeah, check absolutely. out his page he's got a great page over there so yep i really encourage that so yeah all right so that should answer everybody's question. Yeah. Hopefully. So, all right, Clay, let's uh, let's hit some uh, Second Amendment bullet points. Who who's up? Yeah, go. You want me to go first? Yeah. If you want, it's up. I'll leave it up to you. <laughs> okay. So, all You're right, I'm gonna pull this one shit now. Oh, I'm running this now. Huh? <laughs> well, I kind of brought one up here that has to do with a federal appeals court. You know me and my court and my Perfect. that stuff. I, I like to inform people. This has to do with New York's concealed carry law. So there was a 261-page ruling. This happened on last Friday, actually. 
The Second Circuit of Court of Appeals struck down portions of the New York Concealed Carry Improvement Act. So if you guys don't know, that act was basically <laughs> making it, yeah, improvement in New York. That's an oxymoron. But anyway, I can tell you right now, that act was going to make you, if you wanted to apply for their concealed carry permit, you were going to have to disclose all your social media stuff. I mean, the, the wrong it was, Claire, what are you hiding? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> So it was going to require social media disclosures and restrict carrying on private property. Get this. How do you like how this is worded? Private property that is open to the public in places and in places of worship. So all churches, which makes no sense. Yeah, and then you've got there. private property that's open to the public. Well, that's problematic. And we're going to talk about that a little bit down the, down the way here. The ruling also, though, rejected the lower's court decision to block a portion law that requires applicants for concealed carry to demonstrate good moral character. So they don't want morals. The like Governor Hockle does? Yeah, exactly. But yet you're supposed to demonstrate good moral character by whose standards? By New York City's? I mean, Clay, <laughs> where in the Second Amendment or any of our Bill of Rights does it say you have to have a good moral character to have freedoms and liberties? Uh, nowhere. No, nowhere. you don't. You can be a jerk and, and treat people like crap and call them names, and you still have your rights. Well, you know where I fall on this. I don't even believe in a concealed carry permit because I don't think the government has the right to take the right away that I have and then sell it back to me for mm -hmm. a fee based on their own uh, requirements. I have never believed in that. And Yes, we have constitutional carry in North Dakota. It's not great. It's it's a start. South Dakota's is probably the way to go. And and I tell you what, Wyoming's is good too. I mean, yeah. Wyoming, anybody can carry, just like in South Dakota. I helped write that bill down there in South Dakota, so I know exactly what it says. And and it took a while to get it passed, but we did get it. So the dir director of federal affairs, Aiden Johnson from Gun Owners of America, he says the ruling's a mixed bag. It failed to apply the text, history, and traditional test, which we all know that comes from the Bruin case. That's exactly what, what this is supposed mm -hmm. to be based on. And this one, kind of, it, it, it really isn't. Because the three-judge panel, and I'll, I'll give you her, Judge Dennis Jacobs, he was appointed by George H.W. Bush. Gerald Lynch was an Obama appointee. And Eunice Lee was a Biden appointee. So I'm surprised they even got the ruling that they did, to tell you the truth. And remember, a panel is not the full District Court of Appeals. It's the panel, so it can be appealed further on and even end up in the full district uh, district court of appeals panel, the, the entire deal there. But here's a problematic one. Given that most spaces in a community that are not private homes will be composed of private property, but they could be open to public. And what, he, what they were saying in this particular statement is, is, think about anyone who lives in town. How many times have you had someone just, maybe a kid, ride his bike across your lawn? or wander into your yard. Mm -hmm. Well, what they're saying is, is if you have that happening, now it's public. It's open to the public because it's not, I don't have a fence up. It doesn't say stay off. So now they're saying you're not going to be able to carry on your private property because that it has crazy. public access. And that's how oh, far they're going God. on this. God, yeah. These people come up with anything. So yeah, that's, that's one end. part. It's never going to end. They keep doing it. The social media disclosure requirement, the court found that, requiring that disclosure uh it presents big first amendment concerns which it does and essentially you're not going to have to do that now because it's going to impose uh, infringement on the second amendment as well as the first amendment so i'm actually kind of surprised they struck that part down mm -hmm. um they did block an intrusive social media provision 
and that had to do with uh, be, being intrusive and uh, having to confirm your good moral character. They did strike that part down because how on earth? I mean, who's going to make that decision? <laughs> well, according to Democrats, you don't have good moral character if you support Donald Trump. So, I mean, that just that excludes oh. half the country right there from it. And not only that, according to Democrats, we don't have to have any morals whatsoever. So, I mean, uh, which way that. do they want it? <laughs> so, anyway, I just wanted to bring this one up because I, in a 2A mm -hmm. bullet point, there's a lot more to this. It's encouraging. I imagine it's going to still end up going up the chain and probably be completely thrown out based on Bruin. I'll, I'll keep an eye I on it, so. and I'll, I'll update everybody. So that's one of them. Yeah, good. Well, I hope so. Good one there. Um, Lynette says, uh, looking forward to, to your shorts, Jamie. Yeah, hey, well, a lot of them will be uh, being done out of your, you and Axe's place. Yeah, um, he'll have time um, for more now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rob Schmidt says, uh, thank you for your time, Jamie. Good luck and hope to hear you on the, on here in the future. Thanks, Rob, and, yep. and you certainly will. Dave uh, put up caution landmine signs. I like <laughs> There we go. <laughs> I like that. All right. So I'll get into one of my two-way bullet points here. Taking us back here to, to World War II, um, did, did flamethrowers from World War II, do you, think, do you think they exploded when they were shot, or, or didn't they? Because, I mean, Ooh. we've seen that in the movies, right? Yeah, I guess, guys... you know, I don't know. I mean, I've actually had the, the <laughs> privilege of using one. You know, it's in the video. <laughs> yeah, in the video. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I... I don't know. I, I don't know if they could have been shot through at that time with what the what they had for ammunition or not. Tell you the truth. So yeah, the flamethrower came of age during World War One there, and it was pioneered mm -hmm. by the by the Germans. You know, German engineering. They they did think up. Um, I mean, they were good. Germans, they were good engineers. Yeah, their leadership <laughs> was was garbed there for about thirty years, but they 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 are great engineers. Uh, of course, it was regarded um, as a very inhumane and cruel weapon, but it was also very effective at clearing trenches buildings fortifications and especially bunkers i mean if you see private ryan right in the beginning in the beginning when they get yeah. on Omaha beach and the guy gets up there with the flamethrower and flames out the bunker and you know the guy turns on and says don't shoot let them burn and the germans are coming out of there on fire so which yeah i can't I mean, imagine can you imagine being oh, hit with a flamethrower yeah oh. but i mean i hey i'd rather do that than have to go in there and clear it out Stick your head around the corner. You get the flamethrower guy in here. That's oh, perfect. absolutely. <laughs> so by the end of World War One, it was abused by pretty much all the combatant nations. You know, they caught on to that deal for clearing them out. And um, there were two types of flamethrower delivery systems. You had the motorized vehicle or the tank. We've also right there called Ronsons yep. in World War Two, like the Ronson Ronson later. We've seen those, yeah. And of course, the ones that 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 you know the infantry guy carried which consisted of uh, two cylinders pretty much strapped to the guy's back, which is what you see usually, <laughs> right? Yeah. And heavy, short range. And the U.S. Marines, they had the, their flamethrower, and it was introduced in 1943. It was called the M2, weighed 68 pounds. That's that's heavy. I didn't that's think not a that lot heavy, of weight. Man. Good, yeah, it? wait till you hear all the Germans, how much that sucker weighed. <laughs> so the effective range 65 feet carried four gallons of of um i guess i didn't really hear what the what the americans had and there's germans had diesel or gasoline and some kind of oil they mixed in with it but and the m2 had it was a like i said one man flamethrower had um two cylindrical tanks there he's got a picture of it going right there, there. You go. yep yep <laughs> yep yep 
Um, you know, and um, we had one smaller tank that pressurized. It can, Andy probably knows all this kind of stuff working on trucks. <laughs> pressurized tank contained non-flammable nitrogen gas or air. A hose connected to the nitrogen air tank to the fuel cylinders. Of course, the long hose um, led to a nozzle with an ignition system and a trigger. You know, and pull the trigger. The thing I always had the little flame going. You know, just kind of like your, right. you know, your your torch you carry light fires with in your house and whatever. And so the Germans, theirs was uh, introduced their their second gen here in 1935. It was called the uh, Flame and Verfer 35. <laughs> it's a good name, Flame and Verfer. <laughs> That sucker, okay, the Americans are 68 pounds, right? The Germans, 79 pounds. So that's why a lot of German guys have huge legs, I guess. Their dads and grandpas are crazy. Yeah. And the effective range, 80 feet, but it only had three gallons, whereas remember I said the Americans had four gallons. Mm-hmm. Um, FW35, I'm shortening it up. One guy carried it, and, of course, it had the two tanks, basically the same kind of operating system that, that the American one had, you know, with the, with the small nitrogen or air right. tank pushing the fuel. And um, so and just shooting these things, that would not – that would not – I mean, it's kind of like shooting a propane tank, right? The first time you ever yeah. tried that, like one of the little green ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. If you get on the <laughs> podcast there, Clay's got a video here. You guys shoot that sucker. Go, that's a nice. This, uh, this is a little bigger than the one you have in our intro. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the one. Yeah, one axe has for sure. I love that. Look at that. Why does that <laughs> hold him? Does it kick or what? I mean, there's a guy behind him bracing well, his arm against the tank. I'll so. tell you what. That one I did down there when we did it just uh, at the well, they called it the Minuteman base camp. That's where the old Minuteman missiles were. Mm-hmm. I had a guy back there. It was kind of holding. You couldn't see it because it was dark. They have a lot of thrust, and that was a yes. World War II arrow. It was like that a was jet. A yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It was pretty okay. cool. It really was. I guess I've actually, yeah, just throw a damn match on a fire full of gasoline, and that sucker <laughs> goes up. That'll damn near knock you on your ass sometimes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, um. Bass so, says, hey, buddy, got a light. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, just if you just shot that tank, it wouldn't, it wouldn't go, it wouldn't blow up, you know. Right. Um, unless, of course, what you needed was the armor-piercing incendiary rounds, which in that case, uh, if they did that, pierce the tank, it's on fire, boom, then they're going to blow up and vaporize. But part of the danger was from the nitrogen, the nitrogen pressurized tanks, if you shot that, I mean, not that you believe like a fresh kind of paint or whatever, you shoot that, that thing will blow up and you get shrapnel while you get one of these big heavy tanks like that and you get that thing blown up, probably get some shrapnel in, in your back or whatever, right? So, yeah, the, so the answer, yeah, you can blow them up, but, um, you got to have the right kind of round. And I, I guess I'm, I'm assuming all the sides had incendiary armor piercing around them. I mean, it doesn't seem like it's that big of an advancement that, that the Americans are the only people who had this or, or whoever, but, uh, yeah. And of course they were heavy and you had to get close. So if you're trying to get close with your flamethrower, the enemy's probably going, look at this dumbass trying to get close. I'm going to pick him up. You know, get that machine gun up here and mow this guy down. I don't care if he blows up or not. But, <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was kind of kind of interesting because everybody's seen the flamethrowers and it's like that. They are badass. I mean, I've shot a little, basically a toy one compared to that out at Dougie. Yeah. And that's that still got me charged up there. They're awesome. They're fun to use, so. They are. I And like I said, the, the big ones, that, that one I just showed you, that was the M2. 
And I think that was what we were sh shooting down there. Really the, rumbles the in the headphones too. Oh, I'll tell you what, man. Uh, <laughs> there was nothing like it though. The thrust on that thing, you know, that would thrust you back. There's a lot of power in that. And thrust. I can't what are we talking that? about here. Nah. <laughs> like uh, the fire hose. <laughs> probably it, it, it's probably Andy's yeah. anniversary month in February. <laughs> oh, it's coming. Oh man, that's great. That's great. Doug said that's on his Christmas Christmas list list. Yep, he's got that on there. So oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do that. Wouldn't be a short there, Doug. We're gonna do like a 15 minute one on that if you get one of them things. Get it ordered. Get it ordered. Yeah. And of course the tanks. I forgot to add, as I said the tanks, if the tanks could shoot up to like 150 yards out of there. I mean Man, you I know, imagine that. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, that's what you do when you're starting to pick your your guys off who are carrying it one by one. Get the tank up here and drive up <laughs> with the bullet bounce off. And... Yeah. <laughs> love it, love it, yeah. love it. All right, Clay, you got another one or what? I got. Yeah. I got my... All right, I'll go do, ahead. I'll do a quick one here, and this is yeah, probably I'll do a quick one after this, buddy. Um, as you know, Vist Outdoors, uh, they sent out a letter. I'm sure Dave probably even got one of these. Uh, guess what's happening? Ammo and bullets oh, and powder, boy. everything's going up uh, yep. again. Yep. And uh, like I said, I'm pretty sure that I'll see if I got this letter if it'll come through for you guys. I don't know if you're going to read it, but this was put out December 1st by Vista Outdoors. Shotgun shells are going to be 1% to 7%. These, these uh, prices are basically going to be effective uh, January 1st, 2024. Uh, CCI, Federal, Heavy Shot, Remington, Spear, Alliant, uh, all them kind of powders, which I imagine, if I remember right, Ramshot is now owned by the same people. Uh, they just they kept the name, but it's, uh, I believe. Yeah, Hodgden owns them now. But uh, rifles, 1% to 7%. Handgun's going to be 1% to 5%. 22 long rifle is going to be 1% to 5 Everything's 1% to 5 1% to 7 uh, Of course, Winchester, 22 mags, of course, uh, 1% to 7 Primers, 5%. And powder. 10% with a limited uh, availability, and that comes from Brett Nelson, VP of Sales for Sporting Products. So, yeah, that, that's what's going to be happening with that. In short, get your ass out. I mean, don't put yourself in, in debt, but make sure you get yourself stocked up on stuff. I mean, yeah, I have been on bullets and powders. That's why I'm going I to never test quit. my new rifle. I never I, really did either. I kind of slowed down, but now I got this new I, rifle, this Grendel, yeah. and I want to – I definitely got the powder down for the, for the 95-grain um, Predator. Well, well I'll give you a little uh, little information here on all of this. Uh, basically, the past 20 years, the rise has, has just boom has, has been going up really yep. fast, and and I can I've seen it, and it's on everything. So I'll give you the largest single year increase in ammo since 1976 occurred in 2008, and that's when the price index climbed by 23 percent. The second Ooh. largest increase took place a year earlier when, in 2007. When the index rose by fourteen percent, so oh seven so oh eight. When we thought Obama was going to win, and then after he won, so thank you Democrats. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, thank you Democrats. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Dan says Dakota Rifle Company Dickinson has one of those flamethrowers for sale. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Dougie, road trip time, buddy. Oh man. Dave did put out here though. He says that it's uh, a second here. Now my deal quit. All right, there it is. Uh, he says that it's about 5% each year or every other year is what's been going up anyway. And that, you know, maybe maybe this is a lot about nothing. Didn't they? they basically I, sent out their letter. I, I would add to that. I actually, when I was using XBR a lot and, it, and I went to Shields and it was up for no damn reason. And I actually mm -hmm. 
IMR powder and asked him, and the guy's like, just what Dave said, he's like, it, it goes up every year no matter what. It's just a matter of what percentage it goes up. Right. He goes, I, I didn't make the decision. I'm just telling you how it is. You know, I'm sorry, but that's, you know. That's well, you, when you look at the numbers here, so between uh, 20, well, 2004 and 2015, uh, prices doubled in between that time period, which, yeah, I, I remember seeing Mm-hmm. price but that was a big span i mean that's not well, 20 per what do you say 23 percent and two i mean that's that was the index yeah, yeah that's yeah that, so, that sucker went in dry there Oof. here's a good example oh <laughs> six and oh seven <laughs> from the guy that had this he says i could buy a case of 1000 rounds of 5.56 and they cost me about 15 to 20 cents today they're between 60 and 70 cents per round for the yep. same deal so i mean when you look at that 2006 to now that's mm-hmm. a I mean, really, it, it's went so, up, but it hasn't went up that much, honestly. I will tell you this, Clay. But before the meat puppet got put into <laughs> office, I could get a thousand <laughs> rounds of the CCI forty-one military small rifle for you know about thirty yep. bucks. I just bought one, hundred, hundred bucks, hundred oh, bucks yeah. in three years. So that's how much wow. that baby went up. Well, and here's here's two thousand nineteen to two thousand twenty-two. Prices have climbed by an estimated 19% outpacing inflation and climbed 14, which climbed 14% over that same period. Of course, you know, this writer, he goes, some of it could be the pandemic era stuff uh, when it was happening. But he said, really? He says it was rising long before that fake Mm -hmm. pandemic. But I mean, at the the rapid rate that it is, I don't know what it was. Well, so he broke down the numbers from 2000 to 2022. So in 22 years. It has been an increase in small arms ammunition by 157%. That's actually a lot. That's bullshit, man. Because in that same period. I'm saying it's bullshit that we get stuck with that. In that same period, it was only a 70% increase in inflation over a 22-year period, which is a lot, but double that, or actually it's more than double for the price in ammo. So, yeah, it's just, um, I don't know what to tell you guys. I, you know, they blame it on a lot of things. I will tell you this, though. There was a rumor, and I knew this already. Lake City Army Ammunition Plant, which is which is the biggest one out there, and they, they produce a lot of things for NATO, U.S., for the civilian market. They are not closing down <laughs> and shutting down production for for, for civilians. Yeah, I did. I not did happening. actually read that clay too. That I, you know, because they were yeah. saying that was that oh, was the gospel, was, and it was yes. Which when you oh. got somebody like like um, Joe Stalin, I mean Biden is president. That's what that's what happened. So yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, so what was CC was CCI doing something like that? Where they they were shut down selling to civilians, doing filling military contracts or something that I heard. I don't think they were shut down per se. I just don't think they had they didn't have the stuff to make them. I, what I heard uh, for anybody. Well, well I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I, my buddy I don't Shane know. was over in Idaho there, and he was saying that the um, it's in Lewiston there that, that yep. they were doing the uh, cutting the civilian sales, doing all military contract stuff now. Yeah, there's a bunch be. of that's going over. We got the war. Oh, we got the we got the war in in Ukraine, and we got uh, Israel. Yeah. And I mean, both Israel's huge. I mean, they got the same ammo we got. They mm-hmm. they use five right. five six. So I mean, that's. Yep. They're getting well, yeah. and, and and we're giving them we're giving them rifles. Well, why would you need guns to defend yourself? <laughs> oh, crazy well, concept. All, all I got to say is just keep pulling them handles, boys. Just keep yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was doing it last night, Andy. Get, so yes, sir. <laughs> my second bullet point here is going to piggyback on that. I mean, it's a good news, bad news for the price of things here. Hey, right? I got to throw this out though. Go for it. 
Doug, he, he's got a comment here, and that, that that's directed at Dan. He goes, thanks for the Dan, info, Dan. He says, can they make a wife receipt for, me? <laughs> <laughs> for that flamethrower? I like it. I like it. Oh, and, uh, that's a quarter of what you paid for it, man. <laughs> and I Dave, he says, uh, barrels have shot up aggressively in the last year, $100 or more. And I don't doubt that they've probably risen more. Uh, steel prices, I've seen steel prices just in fence posts and everything else go sky high. So and let's yeah. face it, everything, how do we get our products? By truck. Yep. And I don't know about you, but I've looked at diesel mm-hmm. prices being I own a diesel. Uh, it's not cheap to buy diesel compared to 2000. Dirty fuel. It's dirty fuel. It, you know, guys, from two, even from just two short years ago till yeah. now, parts for trucks. I ain't talking about crazy. Pickup. I'm talking about on crazy. highway heavy duty yep. trucks. Yep. They, they've they've over doubled in price. Yeah, you know, and, 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 and people, you know, they complain about what it costs to fix stuff nowadays. But also, you got to look at the cost of that, the cost of fuel. You know, absolutely, you can't, hardly, you can't you can't hardly find drivers. So they're you know they're scrapping to try to find drivers to run across the country. Well, good. and we know what caused that when they made it so hard to get a CDL. I knew we were going to lose yeah. drivers, and it yeah, did. And sure. That's on purpose. That's on purpose. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, you can't. I, to, to be honest with you, I waited later in life to get my CDL, you know, but when I, when I mm-hmm. decided to do it, I did it before all those, all those implications came into effect. Mm-hmm. You know, I did, over, yeah. I had a, a guy over in Minot where I did mine. And, um, but nowadays guy goes, tries to get his CDL. He's got to go through school and all kinds oh, of crazy stuff. It's, and it's just like, yeah, well it is, but there's nothing like real world driving out there. You exactly. know, haul, 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 hauling grain across Montana. You're exactly. Right, Wyoming. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a school's well, not going to teach you anything. You got to get out there yeah. and do it, man. And anything, anything real world. I mean, if you listen to any of these, <laughs> you guys see yeah, that one? New labor, see, yeah, see, new yeah. labor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh man. well, Dave drives. We know, and he hauls anhydrous. So, yeah, you know, he's got a oh, hazmat yeah. as well. Yeah. So, right. I, so I was going to piggybacking onto what you kind of said here, Clay. These are going to kind of tie together. Uh, that, that's kind of awesome. I mean, we don't tell each other what our two eight bullet points. Are. No, no, that's how we did it. We decided we were going to do that, so we yeah, because we we settled on one or two things, and yep. we we hit. The... So last month saw a significant bump in the number of background checks for gun sales when compared to the same month in twenty twenty two. And remember, Clay, was it on here? Todd show we did the record Black Friday. I think it was Todd's, right? We did. We were doing them on Todd's, and uh, by the way, or is that what you're you're going to do that now? I'm not. I'm going for the month of November. Yeah. Yep. Go for it. Yeah. So, like I said, compared to the same month a year ago, they're up. (laughs) (laughs) I had that too. (laughs) The total. The total stands at one million five hundred ninety-five thousand four hundred seventy-six, according to the NSF, and that number is five percent higher than November of 2022. Adjusted NEEKS figures from 2022 are one million five hundred nineteen thousand five twenty-four. And of course, Clay, and this is, like I said, it's good news, bad news. There's yeah. more gun owners, and that means less ammo and less reloading supplies. But, and this is a good news part of it, November continues to trend over 1 million gun background checks per month that has held for the past four years. Yep. Four That's years, baby. Four years of consistent. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. yeah, I mean it's crazy number, but it's all yeah, I agree. It, it, it's it's it is double edged. I mean it's good and bad. Uh, so again, like when like when the prices went up when Obama when before the election, when they knew Joe was coming and he was gonna be mm-hmm. the most anti gun scumbag we ever had, and he has been, and then afterwards when he got in, it's been just yep. keep steamrolling, baby. 
Yep. And I, am I, just right hope, I just hope a lot of these people go get training the ones that don't know how to use some a lot of right. farms. Yeah, and Andy, if, sure. if you ever go to a public range, you will see, I, I hate to say it, but you will see incompetence on display with, yes. with more than Big one time. It's yeah. almost scary, to be honest with you. Nope. That's, that, hey, that's why I don't go to none of the public ranges. <laughs> yeah. I haven't been there in a while. No yeah, it, no. Yep. Yeah, you get yeah you'll get you'll get muzzled. Ah, hey man, oh don't worry, it's unloaded. Really, your fingers yeah. on the trigger, man. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> the <laughs> trigger. Yeah, I can't believe how many people I see and oh, I got my finger in the trigger. What the hell? Come on. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dave's got a good. Uh, yeah, bionomics, me boys, at its finest. This is the proper and... way, not like this. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Oh, now we're getting next on YouTube. Dave uh, Dave says, remember, if you hold a concealed weapon permit and you shop at a nice little ma and pa shop, <laughs> 1760 Sports, those purchased <laughs> don't go into this statistic per 4473 directive. There. Oh, even better yet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I did say adjusted. I gave the adjusted yep. number. The non-adjusted was over $2 and- million, which Clayton's explained that. Yeah, and I'll do it again quick. Is uh, yeah. you gotta remember, guys, there could be multiples on there. When you buy two or three guns, uh, it's all it's not a background check for each one. It's one form. There might be three guns on there as a multiple purchase, and they can do that. Um, so yeah, that that gets counted as one background check, not three in those stats. Mm-hmm. So who knows? I mean, there could be a lot of those out there. And of course, nobody has a clue about private sales taking place. Uh-oh. Yeah, well, Doug Doug Thompson says, "Yeah, and the damn commies, along with two hundred count countries, made agreements to eliminate <laughs> all fossil fuels." Pricks. Pricks. Yeah, Pricks. these people live in run. <laughs> uh, Andy, is there such a thing as a, an electric like tractor trailer that pulls a <laughs> pulls a semi? Actually, yes, there is. There. How far I, can how far can that go? I don't know, but I can't imagine it going very far being electric. <laughs> Or, I mean, yeah, these, these electric I, I don't, cars, when it's freezing cold, I mean, it, look at your phone when it gets cold. The damn thing shuts down. It loses power. So well, Right. And, I mean, I see, I, you know, I do see, possibly see to where there is a use for that in some places, maybe in cities and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, far right. as pushing that stuff out here where we're at, there's no way no that, way. that stuff is ever going to work out here. Never. I agree with you. That's what I always say. Hey, if you live in like New York City and you want to take your little quiet electric car to right. and from work, that, that I'm to- I'm totally cool with that. Just don't force me to do it. I'm, I'm right. totally 100% with your decision to drive a, especially a Tesla, because he's one of our guys now. Go ahead and buy oh. one of those. And then... <laughs> Well, so well, man, what's what's crazy is is we got a we got a guy that we do work on his truck and he hauls cars for a living, and he told me right now most of the stuff that he's bringing in on his on his car rack here to the Dakotas he said is electric. I was like, dude, I was like, you got to be kidding me. He oh, said, no, shit. man. He yeah, he said most of wow. the stuff they are delivering now to the dealerships not only is it electric but it's already sold before it even leaves the truck. Attention, Colorado. Go to those, um, you know, those classes and get upgraded so, on electric cars. Dave, he has on there a Tesla, five hundred mile at seventy k, seventy eight k, right? Not really. Uh, my uncle actually owns a new Tesla car. I don't remember which model. Well, he figures here the next comment they mastered the weather issues for batteries and drives. No, they haven't. <laughs> not, <laughs> not on his anyway. His is only a year old, and he said that uh, when it gets cold and gets, you know, in that ten to zero. Uh, if you're mm-hmm. looking at 150, maybe 175 well, for miles. I can, I can tell you my mechanic yeah. ability goes to just cleaning the carburetor <laughs> on my on my snowblower. Well, so I'm gonna I don't show know you this, guys. 
I'm going to show you this. Uh, I, I went ahead and <laughs> has nothing to do with yeah, John. Yeah, he's talking the about the Tesla semi. I've, I've seen these. Yeah, no. these, well, no. these are okay. these actually ain't the no. Tesla ones, are they? No, no they're no. not. No. But look at this. That's Cadia. Cadia. Is that made in Mexico Two. City? Yeah. <laughs> 1.5 hours, 250 miles. The other one here, guys, it's underneath the, the chat. 270 <laughs> miles, 75 miles. Speed. Yeah. I mean, this is not going to work. But, but, you know, you know these, something though. here. These yeah, even you get know, worse. What What's crazy is is you see this stuff and these statistics that they post. You know where this stuff's done at. Even all the years of me working, having a diesel technology background, working some bigger companies. Mm -hmm. When they do testing on like let's 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 talk let's talk about frack for a minute on big diesel. Yep. Uh, mm -hmm. big diesel pump pump down units these test banks that they run this stuff in only goes on like the 10 to 20 degrees below zero they don't understand that we're dealing with 50 60 degrees yeah. below zero weather right. out here Freaking you know and most, and most of this stuff is done in a climate in a tropical climate you know yep. where most people want to thrive it's it, it, they don't really put it to the grind and the test to see no. what it really does and well, when they talk they about think, your charging time, guys, they're usually using a fast charger, no. not your normal charger. I mean, I look at this one here. Here's another reason not to do business with Anheuser-Busch, the gay beer. I mean, you got right here, 167 miles, and it's going to be Anheuser-Busch is their major customer uh, in 2023. <laughs> well, That's the reason they reason do it there is because they don't give two shits about people who live up here in, in flyover country. You know, the people yeah. who actually keep the country going. We're in our right. cities. We got plenty of food. I'll tell you what, just stop the semis from going in there for three days, and it'll look like a zombie apocalypse in, in about two Dude. hours there. <laughs> they have no idea. They have no idea how much food is sitting out here in these granaries out here. None yeah, and, and then, uh, like Dave says, he goes, I don't believe that they're the answer. He says, Elon even says it's not feasible everywhere. And it's not. It's more idea for a local mm -hmm. route. There's probably a place for him, like you said, and there's a place yep. for him, maybe in town. Big um, time. Yeah, I don't care if you want to drive one. I mean, I really don't. I still think that they're, they're missing the boat. We've had the technology around for decades on our trains and the big coal trucks. Generators by either diesel or gas and electric motors at the wheels. 100% torque and power at your wheels. No drivetrains. I mean, they don't get any simpler than that, and it's been around for decades, and it works. I don't know why we're worried about full electric. Get away from that. It works too good. Well, <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, right. I would love thing. to have a, a pickup that has a diesel generator with four electric motors on my wheels. Yep. Holy crap, I can pull anything I want. Well, you can't. Find, you can't find diesel technicians. I mean, there, there's a, there's a shortage of diesel technicians to the diesel stuff, and there's not <laughs> enough people that understand the electric stuff. So it's like, how? I think that's by design too. So it's like, how, how are you going to keep? Yeah, probably so. <laughs> so I don't say how they're going to keep it all on the road. To be honest, I with tell you. you what, Andy, I want my goddamn promised freaking laser gun that I seen in the cartoons when I was a kid. By now, where's that? <laughs> Put that magazine in and fire it all year, Boy, man. Hey, hey we supposed to be like the Jetsons and flying cars by now. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hey, and, and where are my laser guns? Yeah, right? <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. Where was that shit at? I'm waiting for that. Hawaii so, uh, Eric, he chimed in here. He says, I watched Ford. It's going back to the range deal we were talking about. Mm -hmm. That uh, we're attending the police academy shoot down the five by six posts that hold up the backdrops at the public range. He says, I made sure they got reprimanded for sure. And these idiots want to be cops. You know, that, that's, yeah, exactly. That's not, mm -hmm. that's a really shining example, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I, man, I'm not saying all police do that, but I have seen a few years ago down no. at the Bismarck gun range, and I was like, whoo, really? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I I noticed that too, uh, Doug. That uh, oil and gear. What? Hey, down down on here was a sheriff. He's a sniper though. I tell you Dan's what, good. I don't want to be on the wrong end of Dan's handgun for damn sure. That's for sure. <laughs> and, and Dan Brown's one of the good ones. He truly is. And and if you want to f- see a good example of a, of a good police officer, Dan's your man. Yeah, you know that's and Jeremy yep. Jeremy Moser was a guy that worked with him too on our NRA banquet uh, committee. Them guys are great guys, and they did it right. And they, I mean, I can't say enough good things about them. Is just, uh, I guess, my mm-hmm. point. Uh, there's good guys out there. There's always bad apples. As with anything, as with anything, for sure. But well, we're coming up on the on the bottom of the hour. So yeah, I'm mm-hmm. I'm not gonna do the uh, a commie company this week. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Let's do let's do our last ad, and then we'll come back with, with the happy good. ending here. Let's all, all be right. happy. Okay. <laughs> Lauer Auto Repair. They're located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota, or give them a call at 701-258-6308. The team of mechanics at Lauer Auto can tackle any problem your vehicle is having, and when you do business with Lauer, you can be assured you're doing business with the Pro Second Amendment America First Repair Shop. There's plenty of other auto repair shops in the Bismarck Mandan area, but why take the chance of patronizing a shop that might not have your beliefs at heart? Make no mistake, Lauer Auto is your pro Second Amendment repair shop. When you talk to the guys at Lauer Auto, don't forget to tell them you heard they're a sponsor of Guns and the 701 and that you appreciate their support of our pro Second Amendment, pro North Dakota, live stream and podcast. That's Lauer Auto Repair, 701-258-6308, located at 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota. And again, thanks to Lauer Auto Repair, they do a great job in there. And I imagine, uh, you know, it's been a little light winter this year, but I bet the roads ain't great. I know I was just up in Bismarck. I didn't think much of them. So yeah. stop by and see Axe and the boys down there on on uh, South Washington. Don't wait till it's too late. Get it fixed when it's nice out, so you're not absolutely. You wait till the weather gets crappy, and then you want your vehicle. And guess what? Then they're backed up. <laughs> exactly. So Dave says, I'd love to see these e-trucks climb home state with a six-inch slush. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys don't know where that's at, look it up. That grade is horrible. That That's yeah. a hell of a grade. Yeah, he sent me it. a video. He was going like 20 miles an hour on it. So I said, better <laughs> ye than me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So here's where we're coming up right now. Still love that video. Oh, yeah. That every the week. The guy tried to rob the convenience store, and he got uh, – it looks like a Glock. looks like yeah. a guy stuck a Glock in his mouth, and that was the end of the robbery attempt. So, <laughs> so the happy ending here, uh, two homeowners returned home the morning of July 19th in McDonald County, Missouri, and they found uh, a stranger broke in, barricaded mm. himself inside a room. <laughs> the intruder – Heard when these people came home, fired a shot at them. So, But guess what? He messed up because the two homeowners turned out to be armed citizens. Uh, they returned fire. I don't know why I think this is funny, but they, <laughs> they shot the guy in both of his thighs. <laughs> I was just, I'm picturing like they both shoot and each one like hits him one in each thigh. And then he... <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so he was laying there squealing and hollering. They went in, uh, disarmed him. Held him at gunpoint until law enforcement arrived. Uh, they transported the intruder to the hospital. He faced charges of burglary, assault from the first degree, armed criminal action, and possession of a controlled substance. Wow, imagine that. The guy was probably freaking high. So maybe it, maybe it deadened some of the pain when he got shot in his thighs. 
<laughs> that is a happy ending. Though. Yeah, happy he, he didn't ending. die, but he's still happy. Yeah, I mean, it, it could have been a really happy ending. But it's Ace a happy Ventura, ending, pet detective, Dave James. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. One thing I got to do though before we sign off is if everybody doesn't know it, let's see this. It is Ted Nugent's Dude. birthday. So happy birthday to Uncle Ted. He oh, is seventy-five yeah. years old today, guys. Clean and, and sober, uh, too. Clean and sober. Clean yeah, and sober. sober. Yes, sir. And I mean, the guy, he, he's still going. He did have his kind of farewell uh, tour, I believe it was this past year. Hey, so I'm Ted, telling you, this guy, I'll get one for you. <laughs> this guy, he, uh, he's, he's a true defender of the Second Amendment to the core. And uh, he's a big, he's a good ambassador for what, uh, what we all do as far as being patriots. And if you haven't caught it, he's got a show on Real America's Voice every Friday night. And that's yes, pretty good. I've been watching that. And he uh he don't hold back, does he? We got the Nile Nuge on Facebook too. So there you oh, go. Yeah. Some, and uh, you know, if you don't like Ted Nugent, I'll tell you what. Nasty person. <laughs> Classic man. I love that. I love oh, that. Uh, he don't <laughs> he don't hold back for sure, man. He he lets you have it. No. You don't like what he's got to say, tough, tough look. Yeah. Oh, he he does, and uh, I mean it's common you know sense to me. He might drop yes. a few f bombs, but the guy is he's a genuine guy, and yeah. uh, he does a lot. He he does a lot for kids programs, both in archery and in the shooting sports. And yep. to me, he's a good he's a he's a big ambassador of the of the shooting sports altogether. So happy yes. birthday to Uncle Ted. Yes, yes sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Happy birthday, Ted. Well, with that, then I guess let everybody know we will be back uh, again here next Wednesday, six o'clock p.m. Mountain, seven o'clock Central. We also have Mitchell in the morning. We come on at eight. 15 central 715 mountain on friday every friday morning so we'll be there again this friday morning i don't know what we're going to talk about uh, we'll, we'll come we'll come up with something between now uh, tell and then you what, i got one story we're going to talk about the guy was um hunting an old feller out in pennsylvania mm-hmm. died in a fire in his tree stand oh wow okay oh well, not curious. a happy story but um you know something that's kind of an interesting story i'm, I'm sorry we're going to have, have your at your expense sir we're going to I, I kind of do have another one too, but it goes more on a happy ending. But I'll run it by you, see what you think. It's, uh, it has to do with a Ford truck owner using his gun to stop armed man menacing on motors. So that might be kind of. I'm liking where that's going right now. I don't care if it's a Ford or a Toyota or a Chevy or what. That's right. That's right. So, but yeah, again, every Friday morning, and uh, like I said, you guys, uh, if you didn't hear. Uh, JD is going to. He's going. I'm going to say. I'm just going to say you're retiring from. The, the I'm retiring in two wow. weeks. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but things uh, good. But he's still going to be joining us. We're going to have some other people filling in. And I'm going to do like uh, Andy and just swing in about once every couple of months. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> Come in when I kill a big deer. Hey guys, check this out. Don't did it in two hours. <laughs> but uh, hey, Andy, I'd uh, like to thank you for coming on tonight. I think that yeah, was some Andy, great thanks. information. You're awesome. A lot of fun. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate it, guys, and I appreciate you guys everything you guys are doing. Um, Thank you. But yeah, Jamie, it's gonna suck, man, to see you leave. But when I when I seen you kill that big three, um, <laughs> dude, I don't know what it is about them big threes, man. Oh, them big yeah. threes, they're awesome, man. Yeah, I sent you yeah. the video too preseason yeah. when I seen him. I know I sent that. Yeah, he. I yep. seen him bedded down, and I knew I was like, I told my buddy, I looked over, I'm like, man, we're getting him. <laughs> really? I'm like, yeah, I, I gotta get. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. know what it is, man, but those threes, I, it's. I, I'd rather hunt a big three all day long 
I, than the biggest muley that you can find out there. I don't, I don't know. They just they just they yeah, hold there's something them, them, well, them, 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 them rear tines on them big threes are always so yes, tall, man. It just makes you oh god, look at that. <laughs> well, I can tell you this. I, I don't know if my three by two I've been trying to kill around here disappeared or somebody got him this year. If they did, great, because that's all he's ever gonna be. But yeah, he's he's huge and he's big, and he needs to go in that in that big old fork and then three. Man, I'm more I'm into taking... being bigger, unique than I than I am getting nope. a big perfect five by. I mean, if I get a big five by five, I'm awesome but, with that too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'd rather be looking good any day, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I can guarantee you, man. Um, when he was down and I was getting tag on him, I was all teeth. I loved it. My buddy Travis can vouch for that. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, well, Clay, maybe I'll have to put in for a rifle tag down there because I sure Heck can't yeah. throw one up here where I'm at. Come on down, we got we got land down here, and, and then awesome, then you man. can and you can hear the guys that come. Well, how'd you get on that guy's land? He don't let nobody hunt. Well, that's not true. <laughs> it just lets certain people. Hunt. Well, you know, and it goes back to what I said earlier. You got to be respectful of people's stuff. When you if 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 it don't belong to you, you still treat it like like it's yours. Yep. You know, and then, what gets what gets me is people go through gates and that you know and when it rains they drive down their prairie oh, trails man. and their fields and they rut everything up and they just people don't care don't have no respect and that's the reason if people get back to that and start respecting people's stuff like it's theirs and take care of it maybe a lot oh. of us hunters would have access to a lot of private ground that we lost yeah rather than the uh the i i run into a lot of it's just like and it's the younger ones mostly they yep. seem like they think they're entitled to it yes like, they ain't entitled the to nothing no, they're not. Yeah. And, you know, I, I built a lot of, I didn't always have my own land to hunt on. So I hunted a lot of other people's land, but I built them relationships over time, got to know them landowners and become yeah. friends with them. And that's how, that's how it's supposed to work. <laughs> right. Well, and if you, you, you know, offer them something, you know, like what gets me is you get a lot of guys, they, they, they want a handout, but they don't want to hand nothing back. Mm. You know, go out, help the, help the man fix his fence and, you know, offer to come over maybe yep. once or twice a week or on the weekend, help him with his cows, whatever he needs, you know? So yep. uh, get back to helping one another like that. And that, that's how those relationships build. And I mean, that's, this is exactly how I was able, lucky enough meet you guys and i was able to fill my south dakota tag this year you know, you know Andy. even uh hey thanks brian thanks dave uh even if you couldn't do it if you make some good sausage go ahead and feel free i mean yeah a lot of these ranchers and farmers make their own sausage but man yep. at the very least if you can get them back a couple packs of some oh, jerky yeah. or whatever yeah i mean i mean that's <laughs> just, just showing appreciation i mean a lot of people understand well, that so when I used oh, to travel yeah. out and go to Wyoming or Colorado and go hunting, you know what I always took with me? Fresh beef. I have a lot of it. Yeah. That's yeah. what we have here. And guys love that. Now, I didn't have to, but I sure I thought mean, I was very like freaking beef. Nasty person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but I, I, always just, I always felt very appreciative of being able to hunt private land and not having to pay mm -hmm. Yes. And that's hard to do in Wyoming, but I, I was able to yeah. meet a few oh, people. Yeah. And, and don't be afraid to talk to people. It's okay. If What's they the worst you know, thing can happen? It's okay. Tell you know, yeah. right? Yeah. And who knows? You might still visit with them and maybe next year. You know, it, just be human. I guess that's the best way to put it. Be a human. Yeah. yeah be a human. Be who you are and stay true. Be Try to stay, you know, stay true to your word, man. Why don't you throw Josh's comment up there quick, Clay, before we. Yeah, just saying here. All right. Yeah. What's he got here? He goes, uh. My son has been bow hunting some private land that I told him he needs to get out there and help that landowner on the ranch, whether it's fixing fence or working cows, show the appreciation for letting him hunt. Absolutely, Josh, and I, I can't agree more with that. 
So, and guess yeah. what? As a bonus, Josh, um, your son will get bigger muscles throwing calves around and fencing and posting. <laughs> and, <laughs> that and, he'll, uh, and, and strengthen his work ethic. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. 100%, no, right. man. Fixing fence all day. I'll tell you what, that, uh, that'll go a long way in, in somebody's yep. attitude when they look yes, at it. I promise you that. For sure. I don't We're know if anybody right. picks rocks anymore, but we used to do it by hand. And <clears throat> I got a rock oh, yeah. picker, I put it behind a tractor. Yeah, I know. There you that's go. That's a good shit. That's a, that's a good way to do it. I don't recommend doing that shit by hand anymore. Oh, it sucks. Yeah, so... <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate. Unless you guys got something else, oh, I think man. it's time to sign off. And you bet. Night. So, nope, Andy, I'm thanks good. again. Uh, loved having you on again here. And good uh, seeing you, Andy. We, yeah, we still got two weeks with Jamie, you so bet. give him a give him a lot of grief and uh, kill <laughs> But. Again, well, hopefully we'll, we'll see what happens next week. Uh, I'm gonna be doing some traveling next week here, yeah, uh, the middle of next week, and then we'll we'll figure it out. And then uh, come February, yeah. if my wife don't have me tied down, <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe I'll be because I I do want to get down and go kill me a hog down down oh, south. That'd be so some I'll, fun. Well, let's yeah. uh, let's talk more about that here uh, off the air that, that next few days and see what happens. Okay, advance that he's gonna clear it. Include the farmer's daughter. Or the rancher's daughter, for that matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, guys. Well, again, thanks for listening, everybody. You Catch bet. us uh, Friday, 8.15 Central on KFYR, 5.50 a.m. And Wednesday night, 6 o'clock p.m. Mountain, eight or uh, 7 o'clock Central. So, again, thanks, everybody, for tuning in for another great episode. And as I always say, keep your powder dry. And what else are we adding, Jamie? You remember? Do some hunting and shoot some guns. That's right. Do some hunting and Boom. shoot some guns. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Annie. Thanks, Jamie. Hey, Andy. We'll catch you guys you. next week. See ya. Later.